So we are the Homework Use Podcast, and we are here for a special bonus podcast. We are going to be talking about one of the queens of Hallmark today. We're talking about Lacey Chabert, and uh, I am Rachel, and Amber's here. Hello, everyone. And we have a special guest here, one of our very good friends, friends of the podcast. We have Emma, the Hall Remark, is here to talk about Lacey. What's up? Yeah. So- <laughs> So you could pick any of the queens that you wanted. You ch- you selected Lacey Chabert. Why did you select Lacey Chabert? Um, I chose Lacey Chabert because there is a warmth about her. And I really do believe her. And I don't always believe every Hallmark actress. So I really appreciate that. Also, um, they, she is like cast as a chef or a baker in six out of these 12 movies. <laughs> And I like chefs and bakers. Like I love, um, I watch Food Network all the time. And I feel like if she had a show, I would just watch it. So I trust her. She's warm. And I love watching her Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Cool. Amber, what do you like about Lacey Chabert as a Hallmark queen? As a Hallmark queen. Because if it was just what I like about Lacey Chabert, I would have been like, because she was like a tiny baby when she started acting. And then she grew up and I loved it. Um, that doesn't count. Hashtag party of five. But um, no, what I I really do like that she seems so nice. She just seems like possibly the yeah. nicest person on planet Earth. Um, and I feel like that comes across in all of her characters. When her character is even being bratty, I sometimes just don't believe it. Because I'm like, no way. She's too nice. <laughs> I also contacted a... Uh, fellow podcast that we follow uh that's called hallmark and jess and this is a podcast put on by a couple named mark and jess and they that's all they talk about is lacey bear movies which is pretty fun and so i got their rankings and including ones we won't talk about uh they had some non-hallmark on there and uh so but i will uh share their rankings as we go along as well and i'll have links down to their podcast uh if people want to check it out Lacey Bear has 12 <laughs> movies from Hallmark, and uh, so she has a lot, and uh, we're going to start uh, with the uh, her first role and go all the way to her current role, her, her most recent role, so it should be pretty fun, and we're each going to share our thoughts and our where they rank for us in our, uh, in our rankings, so the first one is Elevator Girl. And Amber, can you tell us a little about Elevator Girls about? Yeah, so Elevator Girl stars Lacey Chabert and Ryan Merriman, aka Look of the Irish and Smart House. Um, whoop, whoop, represent Disney Channel. Anyway, sorry, completely distracted. But it stars them as sort of an odd couple who fall in love when they both get trapped in an elevator. This was a huge trope that was happening at Hallmark and all those other channels at the time. Like, I'm pretty sure there were at least 10 movies where people got stuck in an elevator and fell in love. <laughs> the Christmas kiss and all that. Yeah, all of, oh. like, forget about it. The, like, the most happening spot in all of cable television. <laughs> the, elevator. the elevator. Yeah. So they fall in love and they start dating and she is kind of like a, she doesn't quite know what she wants to do with her life. It's just like finding her passion kind of girl. Mm-hmm. and he's like the super like ambitious stock slash business guy i'm not quite sure what he does something in an office is he a lawyer 
I don't. I, it, doesn't it, doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Job. Yeah, he's just like lots of work. I got to wear a suit, like a suit job. Uh-huh. And it's just sort of them trying to find like, do our do we work together? Does our relationship work? Because I am so free spirited and have no ambition, and all I have is ambition and goals. Yeah. So it's fun. Um, and they have really cute chemistry. And what I really like about this movie is that it like takes place over like months. Uh, like yeah. they like have a relationship that gets to develop and grow so i really like that about it yeah me too i we were talking about this with meet my mom that we reviewed in memorial day in in this sort of era of hallmark movies i think they did a better job of showing a complete relationship from the meet cute all the way until you know the marriage and whatever and i i appreciate that i like that and uh and so emma what do you think about this one well <laughs> I liked the mini main girl reunion with um, Lacey Chabert and Jonathan Bennett. And of course I loved the Disney channel original movie thing. And I, what I did like is that I kind of felt like it was a male lead. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like Lacey was always the lead. Um, but, and I, I did root for their, for them to be together. I liked them as a couple, but I thought this movie was really, really slow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I, I couldn't pay attention the whole time and there were four to five montages which tells me (laughs) that they didn't know how to tell the story really well I mean I don't need to see them on bikes and listening to like type music like five times Mm. that was my issue with the movie Mm, interesting so I feel kind of mean I I hate starting it out this way well it's the first one yeah it's very interesting to see the evolution that hallmark went through because really from about up until about 2011 the hallmark movies were way different Mm -hmm. and i'm not exactly sure when that happened it might have been when they uh cut ties with uh what's his face larry levinson larry levinson but they were very different they were kind of all like I don't know. They felt less like lower quality kind of. Mm-hmm. Um but still really fun and delightful. And this was definitely back in like the early era of Hallmark rom-coms. Um that being said, they did have a million montages in all of those <laughs> movies and I okay. love montages. <laughs> like, <laughs> to me montages are like tiny little music videos of love. So I just am like, let's do it again. Put in some buble this time. Like, <laughs> I guess that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. But uh, I'm not there But it's yet. not for you, Emma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, you're that's a wordy it. person. You have a blog, not a vlog. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I actually really love this one. Uh, I think that he is one of the most well-developed mm-hmm. men who love business ever that they've ever done like you really are almost rooting more for him than for her like she Uh he's he's pretty reasonable in his in his the conflict that he he you know that 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 happens he's like reasonable and you know he's just trying to get her to pick something and to finish something and you know he's worried that they really are just too different and that's a total understandable worry and I, I don't know. I just think, he, I think they have really good chemistry and I think it's pretty well written 
and I guess I didn't really bother montages I guess are my thing too um <laughs> so you might be shocked where I have this but uh Amber where did you rank this um I have this ranked number four on my list Emma don't be bad don't be sad if you have it 12th it's fine it is not 12th you know what is 12th <laughs> I mean I don't know but I would be no. surprised it's 11. 11. 11. Interesting. 11. I'm going to say it's number one for me. <laughs> it's my favorite. I think she's the, it's the, as far as her being a fully fleshed out character that I feel like is actual real and goes through a whole character arc. And I think that the relationship feels like something that could actually happen. And I think it, I don't know. I just think it's the most like authentic movie. And so it's my favorite. Well, now I feel bad, and I feel kind of convinced. <laughs> no, no, no. So easily swayed. I'm like, We're not trying to convince you, Emma. I know. <laughs> I like that we have different lists. That's what makes it fun. So yes. <laughs> there you go. I did root for them as a couple, though. I just thought it, the story was very slow for me. So Yeah. Yeah. No, and I mean, I can see that, but I feel like I really can see where you're coming from because honestly just as a whole if I'm just looking at them like straight up compared to them which I should be but I'm taking into account the history of the era <laughs> um <laughs> I feel like all of those movies from like 2011 and forward were just not at the same level as they are now I mean right now yeah. it's like point a point b point c point c point e put in some d because that's how the alphabet works and then <laughs> What do you mean on the same level? You're talking like production values? Yeah, like production values. It's definitely, the production value was definitely lower, lesser. Yeah. I don't know. What's the correct term? That's fair. Um, in these yeah. movies. And That's I think fair. you can even just feel it in the way that they, the storyline progresses. And they, they don't know, you know, what works for a female lead and what really is the standard for a male lead. And you can see that they're sort of playing with the formula. Mm -hmm. Right. So I can see why it would be, you know, 11 for you. It's not 11 for me, but I can see where, where you yeah, would get that. Sure. So don't feel bad, Emma. <laughs> Thank you for understanding. And stick to your guns. For yes. Sake. I will. Yes. I will stand up for myself. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's move on. So let's talk about the next in her lineup. This is matchmaker Santa. Uh, this is the, movie where she is trying to get to her fiance and she ends up getting stuck in this town she can't get to him uh but there is this she's a baker of course and there is this assistant of her fiance who is uh very uh is, is also stuck in the town and has been super helpful like if 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 her fiance wants to send flowers they're usually like selected by him and so anyway he's like in love with her and it goes kind of back and forth and uh, and um it has uh it has Florence Henderson in it and uh just a lot of fun it has obviously a matchmaker Santa who's up to shenanigans mm -hmm. <laughs> this was 2012 and Amber, what do you think about this one? Um, I love this one. It features the best Hallmark Santa in the history Amen. of Hallmark. Um, 
second only to a possible Jonathan Adams Santa. Uh Um, And it (laughs) is so cute. I love how well taken care of the characters are. I mean, because this is the trope of like, oh, I have a boyfriend and I'm kind of cheating on him, but I'm not really. Because Mm -hmm. you don't feel bad about the you know, her boyfriend or whatever, you know that when they have that talk, everyone's like, this is great because we're all in love with other people and nobody's Mm -hmm. sad. And it won't even be awkward because we'll be just friends for life. Hooray. Mm -hmm. I just, and I love it. And Santa took such good care of those people. And I love a meddling Santa and magic. It's so, Matchmaker Santa is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. So it's so, it's so good. I love, I love everything. Yeah. And it's where Lacey, they first discover, oh, Lacey Chabert in a kitchen. That's where she needs to be. Yeah, right. And I'm pretty sure even at the ones where she's not a baker, like you said, Emma, they have her bake something. Yeah, I know. Right? I mean, even in Elevator Girl, they made food, right? Yeah, yeah. And well, she I was think a she, chef, like, kind of. Yeah, well, like she, she was like a kind of, of everything. Yeah, yeah like, it's yeah. like her, one of her many jobs is uh, doing catering, I think, or something like that. That's how... I think that's how they meet, they meet is she's doing catering. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's really cute. I agree with you. Uh, it's, um, it's just really charming and you know, it, it's, it does the whole, uh, cheating, whatever kind of thing, because like they're both getting to know these other people and like both the fiance and her, and you see both of their arcs kind of, so it makes it more forgivable, I think. Uh, and um, it's it's done pretty well, and uh, like the 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 Florence Henderson and the other older women are, are a lot of fun. Yeah, the townspeople are great. Yeah. Uh, Emma. So, yeah. What do you think of this one, Emma? Oh, I love it. I love it. You have no idea. Um, it. I agree. It's the best Hallmark Santa. No contest for me unless they would do a Jonathan Adam. Santa that might edge him. I know there's no way. I just I can't believe I don't own it. I I watch it multiple times when they reshow it. Um, every countdown to Christmas, there's a bear. Like what? Why is there a bear in this movie? This makes me so happy. Oh, yeah, because Santa was like, I'm gonna keep them in that house. Let me put a bear out there. <laughs> Santa used a bear. Like that's just so funny. That's he's the wiliest of Santas. And like. I love the lead. Mm-hmm. Dean is like, I don't know, he's an awesome. Oh, I just loved him and he wore those goofy pajamas. And I always thought, I think that's so cute when they like the guys like, I don't have anything to wear, and they wear like these patchwork pajamas. I just think that's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah. oh, I just love it. There's just I don't know, I feel like I'm being hugged by this movie. I just love it so much. Cool. So where do you have it ranked? Oh, numero uno. Oh, nice. I've never spoken Spanish before. Never <laughs> <laughs> it's it transported you. <laughs> I, I just like, oh, I guess I know Spanish now. Probably not. <laughs> Amber, what about you? Where do you have it? Um, I actually have this surprisingly in second place. Okay, cool. Oh, oh, only time will tell where it lands. I'm so curious. Ooh. So I, I have it at fifth place and it's not really because i have any problems with it i just like four mm-hmm. others a little bit better uh it's really cute i enjoy it uh it is number one for jess from hallmark and jess uh, okay. and it is number four for mark 
from RHS. So there you go. All right, okay. let's so let's talk about the color of rain. So this is a movie based on a true story about two people that are widowed and uh they kind of end up coming to contact with each other they knew each other just a little bit but not that much and uh because they want to help each other through this grieving period they both have kids and just basically about their relationship christy who's been in who's in a bunch of hallmark movies and alicia schmere and it is so I went into this with kind of a bad attitude. I was like, oh, you know, it's like, and I ended up being kind of charmed by it. I thought that they were really sweet. And, you know, at the end, they show the real family and they're like this Brady Bunch and they're really cute. And the beginning is pretty tough and melodramatic and stuff, but like, it is what really happened to them. Like, this does happen to people and people have sad things. And I thought that it felt pretty emotionally true and I, I thought they had enough sort of cute moments to kind of with the kids and going camping and stuff like that to kind of break up some of that intensity. And I was surprised how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. So that was me. Uh, what about you, Emma? Um, I, I didn't know what to think at all, but 15 seconds in, I was bawling for like the rest of the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. this is like one of my worst nightmares. And I worry about it a lot. So it's just like seeing how the kids were reacting and it was so sad, but I felt like it was handled really well. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're very careful with the story and I felt like they weren't trying to make us cry. I didn't feel manipulated. Mm-hmm. I um, just really feel like they're trying to share their story and I did enjoy it, but I did have to like doodle like while I watched it because I was just so upset the whole yeah. time. I was so sad, but I thought they did a good job with this movie. So Amber, what'd you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a well done movie, but Amber does not (laughs) like to cry in movies. And like, if, you know, spouses and parents die in movies, like it better be before the movie happens and we don't talk about it. Like we can go full house in this business, or Brady Bunch in this business, but like, let's not, let's not be sad. <laughs> so it's not for me, but it was, it was really good. And for like, I just won't watch it again. That's just, I won't right. put myself through it again. So if I'm not going to rewatch something, it gets a lower mm-hmm. ranking I than agree. movies that I will watch constantly anytime. Fair yeah, I will never watch this again. <laughs> so Emma, where'd you have it ranked? Um, I have it ranked eighth. Amber? You mean Ocho? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, I have this rank ninth. Okay. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. I have it at six. Yeah. I mean, it is really good, but it's just yeah. like, I will always put a sad movie lower than a happy movie. Yeah. Yeah, I watch Hallmark movies to escape and like smile. So that's why it mm-hmm. got lower, even though it was like, better made than some of the other ones yeah i mean this wasn't like this wasn't even like a hallmark hall of fame was it it was a hallmark uh, movies and mysteries yeah, i don't know if that kind of changes a little bit but yeah. but yeah i i thought that they did kind of top load most of the sad stuff at the beginning 
Mm-hmm. Well, um, but well. you can't get me down, 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 <laughs> and then expect me to be like, ah, it's fine. Like, yeah, I was traumatized <laughs> and there was no coming back. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. And they're crying. <laughs> All right. Next, we have A Royal Christmas, mm-hmm. which is Lacey's Princess movie, similar to Royally Ever After. Mm-hmm. Uh, she finds out that her boyfriend is a prince and she has to go and meet the family. And uh, it, the queen is Jane Seymour. And uh, there you go. It's pretty fun. Um, <laughs> there you go. Emma, <laughs> what do you think? Um, I don't like seeing my Jane Seymour as anything other than Dr. Quinn Medicine Women. <laughs> like Wedding Crashers, that was traumatizing. And then now she's like me. What about Jane Seymour in Somewhere in Time, though? I haven't seen that. Yeah. What? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you might want to watch the James Bond that she was. <laughs> I just Emma, Doctor Quinn. Okay, fine, but you should watch somewhere in time. Okay. Also, I'll there's a great version of the Scarlet Pimpernel that she's in. That's really fun. Too. Oh, she's so good in that Scarlet yeah. Pimpernel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, to be fair, she's like she's fine in that Scarlet Pimpernel, but that Scarlet Pimpernel is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like lost, so I guess I'm gonna have to look some stuff up. <laughs> you really, you really. It is, know. it is a lot of fun, that Scott. We should talk about that one of these days on the podcast. Um, but anyway, uh, Amber- <laughs> sorry, back to Emma's actually speaking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I never, <laughs> I, I never rewatched this one. Okay. And that, like we said, like you, you said, Amber, if you don't rewatch it, then it's lower on your list. Um, this is so superficial, but. <sighs> It just kind of seemed cheap to me. Like mm-hmm. she's supposed to be a seamstress, and I didn't really like the clothes. And um, okay, so this is how I see it: Hallmark is in its own little bubble. There's the Hallmark universe, and it's far from reality. And then you throw in a fake country, and then mm-hmm. like fake jewelry, and then just like clothes that aren't like super high designer, and it takes me even further out. So I don't usually enjoy the royal movies, mm-hmm. but I do think they're doing better now because they're actually going to like Romania and Ireland and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry to be rude, but <laughs> I know you're fine. I'm not really into the royal movies and this one. So, so yeah. we're, uh, wait, so, <laughs> Amber, we're, uh, what do you think about this one? Um, it's not my favorite. Um, I kind of hate a lot of the royal movies too. Oh my gosh. And it's just because I feel like they're all the exact same and I don't think mm-hmm. any of them for the most part really do it well. You know? Mm-hmm. For me the gold standard of royal movies is The Slipper in the Rose <laughs> from the 70s uh-huh. which is just the best it's the best Cinderella movie okay. first of all. And It's good. All princess movies at heart are basically a Cinderella movie if the girl doesn't start out as the royal person, right? Mm -hmm. Even if they're like, oh, I've inherited the title or whatever. It's a Cinderella movie. Or, and like, Princess Diaries is a Cinderella movie. Mm -hmm. And they need to do it well in order for me to really get behind it. And I don't really feel like they did it well. And like, I am a royalist. Like I follow (laughs) what royalty should be. And I don't feel like they get a lot of that right a lot of the time. So it does. That being said, I thought he is so adorable in this movie. The Prince Mm -hmm. of my heart. And, um, 
Lacey Chabert is always cute. Right. But, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't my favorite. Mm -hmm. So this one for me, I love Cinderella's movies. I just think they're, I, this is one of my favorite things. I just love, I love seeing how, like, I, I I love, like, seeing how one story and how different people can, like, do it in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love that about watching all these different versions of Christmas Carol. I think that's really fun. And, and uh, I love that about Cinderella, whether it's like another Cinderella story, whether it's Slipper in the Rose, whether it's the animated one, whether it's whatever. I think I just really like it. And I like how Cinderella is like really at its heart. It's a story about hope and how if you're a good person and you work hard, good things will happen to you, you know, that, that you will be rescued and you, so I really respond to it. I really like it. Uh, obviously my favorite is the Disney animated film because I'm a huge Disney nerd. And, but my favorite from Hallmark is still a crown for Christmas, even after this year, I just think it's the best one. Um, and then smooch is probably my second favorite, but I think this one is cute. I like it. I, I think that Jane Seymour's pretty good. I think they have pretty good chemistry. I didn't really notice any problems with the clothes. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, so I have this ranked at number seven. Me so, too. Oh, you do? Seven? Uh, yeah. What about you, Amber? Um, it's number seven. For oh. real? Yeah. No. <laughs> Mark and Jess. Mark has a Royal Christmas at number two, and Jess has it at number five. So we have all of my heart and this is really sweet. Amber, why don't you tell just a brief explanation of what this movie's about? Okay, so All of My Heart, uh, Lacey Chabert and Brennan Elliott both inherit this inn, I guess. It wasn't an inn. Was it an inn? It was just this this house. House, it was yeah. A house. From their um, and Lacey Chabert's like, oh, I am not ha- cutting it as a chef. I'm going to stay here and have this inn. And he was like, fine i want to sell this and go back to my fancy job in new york and he gets like fired so or something so they end up having to like stay there work together work it out and they fall in love it's cute there's goats it's adorable mm-hmm. yeah all of my heart is really really good they have it, it it's completely predictable we have, you know we've seen this so many times uh mm-hmm. with people having to share a house kind of thing but they have great chemistry together they and so i think it really works and there's lots of fun scenes of them doing like the repairs on the house and and uh stuff like that and so i have it pretty high i have it at four in my ranking uh what about you emma well i never ever wanted to see this movie Mm -hmm. and i loved it (laughs) like i was never a hashtag brenny because I saw him in Unreal, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Chris Harrison. This is terrible. And I just saw him as, like, you know, gross. But that was bad, except he was being a character. But I loved him in this. I'm a part-time Brenny now, I think, because he does the comedy really, really well. Like, I believed him. I thought he was hilarious, and Lacey Chabert was really funny, too, and there were goats. And I don't know. I just fell for it. Like, even when they didn't like each other and they were bickering, it wasn't like she wasn't shrill. She wasn't like, like, you know, um, I can't think of a word. She didn't seem like a brat. And um, I don't know. I just, 
I loved everything about it. And then they have this buff Al Borland. Did anyone, like, that really tall guy is just, like, a yeah. buff Al Borland from Home Improvement. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Ed Asner's in it. He's fun. It's I, great. Yeah. yeah, Amber, what do you think about this one? Um, no, I really like it. It's mm-hmm. it's super good. The first, the it's amazing. They have really cute chemistry. <laughs> Their storyline's cute. They have baby goats. Yeah. <laughs> it, ends with an, it ends with a proposal. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. So where do you have this ranked, Amber? I have this ranked at number five. Okay. And Emma? Two. Great. Okay. Dose. Uh, <laughs> Dose. <laughs> Why did I start? Okay. <laughs> Next, we have... Uh, Rachel, where do you have it ranked? Sorry. Oh, sorry. I have it at four four i'll matter at four okay so next we have a family for christmas Mm -hmm. and this i think is a really cute take on the family man a kind of movie with nicholas cage where he wakes up and he is living this alternative life of this relationship from college it's basically the same thing here with Lacey chabert and uh but uh she obviously it's a woman waking up she has these she's she chose this path of this of work and uh and over this particular boyfriend and uh she wakes up and she's married to this uh to this guy and she has these girls and i i really this one this was in my top 12 of all time hallmark movies when we did our list back last year I really like it. I think it's really charming and I think it's funny and I think it's sweet. And I, I like the, I love stories about people like switching bodies or switching places or things like that. I love that. And so this was just right up my alley. So I really like it. What about you, Amber? Oh, okay. Um, I really love this movie. Like you, I do like the like, Oh, look at that. I have a family and I love my fake children. Like yeah. I dream of the day when I get to have this. Yeah. Like it would be amazing to just wake up one day and be like, boom, look, you have a handsome husband and some adorable children. I'd be like, best day ever. I wouldn't freak out like the ladies do. I, that's probably what won't happen to me. Also, because magic isn't real and love is dead. But um, I really love it. And the guy, Tyrone Lightso, who plays her husband in this, I love him. Mm-hmm. He was in Wonder Falls and he is a dreamboat and he's my favorite person. Mm-hmm. And he's in another one, which is not good. Another, mm-hmm. he's in My Boyfriend's Dogs and I don't like that movie. Mm. Um, and he's also in Being Erica, which as you know, I talk about all the time. Canadian show. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I just love this movie. I love so much about it. Everything. Emma, what do you think? Okay, so I'm glad I rewatched it because I don't remember liking it. But then I rewatched it and I thought, why didn't I like this? I, <laughs> this was definitely Lacey Chabert's funniest role. Mm-hmm. thought she was being hilarious. And um, I never, like, mentioned the children, like, ever. But these kids were great. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just, I loved the way they were responding to her. And I was really impressed with that. My only issue with it is that they said the only thing you can really love is your career if that's like the job she was going to have. And I always want people to have everything. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I was pleasantly surprised because I was worried that it would end up like she would just be in that life and miss her 
children's life before, like, you know, as them growing, I mean, aging and stuff. So I did, I like it. <laughs> I just yeah. have those small issues with it. They, over at the Hallmark and Jess, they also had those issues with her feeling like, well, it's either, either pick being a homemaker or you pick working, you know, one or the other, like dichotomy. Um, mm-hmm. So they're very low on it. <laughs> they have it at, uh, Jess has it at eight. And uh, I think they both actually have it at eight. Um, so there you go, out of their list. So yeah, they both have it at eight. So there you go. Um, for me, I have it at three, but it's the highest of her Christmas movies for me. It's my favorite. Okay. Uh, what about you, Amber? I also have it at number three. And Emma, what? And I- yeah sorry Sorry, i have it at four Mm, so i mean i really did like it a lot it was just that little part at the end i was like "Eh." Like, yeah i can understand that i can understand that all right so next we had a christmas melody and in this (laughs) (laughs) she she plays a mom who is coming back home and she's divorced and <laughs> and she was a designer and she comes back and Brennan Elliott is there and uh the Mariah Carey plays like the head of the PTA this movie is directed by Mariah Carey <laughs> um, <laughs> this movie is not for me I know a lot of people really like it including our friend William Bibiani he really loves it uh but I felt like I don't know. Like I, I, I felt like it's not Lacey Chabert's fault. It's really not Brendan Elliott's no. fault. Like they were fine. Like they did they did what was asked of them perfectly well, I think. But it just like the weirdest part for me in this movie is like this long segment where the daughter sings this really odd song <laughs> at this talent show. It's like this sort of like I, I was like, is this sort of an homage to Mean Girls? And like the the sand, you know, the their song in Mean Girls, because it was kind of mm-hmm. sexy. And I'm like, this is a little <laughs> girl. Like it's so weird. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening? And yeah, it was tough for me. It was tough. But... Well, did you know that? Okay, this is just IMDb saying this, but um, Mariah Carey's favorite movie is Mean Girls, yeah. and she said that. Lacey Chabert is her favorite actress, so that's why she okay. got cast in it. And you're probably right. Because <laughs> I, I, there were parts where she was, like, kind of um, directing her kid from the sign light how to act. And I was like, is she trying to be Amy Poehler in that movie? Like, <laughs> is she wanting this to be mean? <laughs> it was really weird. I don't know. I just, uh, just didn't work for me, this movie. Uh, and Mariah Carey's hardly in the movie at all, really which I guess that could be a plus, but you'd think that she'd at least sing something. Right. Like have a, if there's going to be a talent show and you have Mariah Carey in your movie and Mariah Carey directing your movie, you think you'd get a a nice little. Well, that was her song. So like the weirdest part of the movie for me is that Brennan Elliott and this daughter are writing a song that's already popular and acting like it's a brand new song. Yeah. That's what that's what really gets me and then I feel like it was supposed to be like a song from the heart and then it was like you know like it was real sad and I was like what happened Amber 
feelings. <laughs> Girl, this movie is a glittery train bomb of death riding oh, off a cliff, and it like just keeps going, and you can't stop watching because you're like, I mean, it's got to turn the corner eventually. And you're like, I mean, at the very least, we're going to see All I Want for Christmas is you, right? Yeah, or and you just keep going, and you just keep going, and it doesn't happen, and you finish, and you go, I mean, this is worse than glitter. And then you're like, was it worse than glitter? <laughs> and then you still think, well, maybe it was. And then you debate whether or not this movie was worse than the other Mariah Carey movies. And it's just like a bad road to go down. <laughs> that being said, I feel like I want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Because I just need to know, like, was it as bad as I remember? It is. Or like, I is it today. better than I remember? No. No. Uh, no. I watched it today for a little bit and fast forwarded through some stuff. <laughs> but I was like, whoa i don't understand this movie at all i because in my notes i wrote like dot 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 uh dot 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 hmm. like that's just my, and then i was like giving crowns to all these movies just in case and this has like seven question marks crowns like i don't even know, what to do. and I know it's just no, but such Lacey a strange movie it really she, is like Lacey so Chabert weird was good and then the rest of it was like <sighs> I I don't know just that whole daughter thing was the it was just like and it's so long that song she sings is super (laughs) long (laughs) what is going on but uh but anyway so uh Hallmark just Mark has it at number five and and then Jess has it at six and uh I have this at number 12 it's my least favorite uh, Emma, what about you? I have it at 10 because I at least have fun being like, what is happening? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so there's that. Amber? I have it at 11. Ah, okay, good. All right, this is good. Okay, so next we have A Wish for Christmas. This is about a girl who is just too um oh what's what's the word uh she's too much of a pushover elisha spare starts this girl is too much of a pushover at work and so people are getting the stuff that she should get the promotions that she should get so she there's a santa there she makes a wish that she will be able to speak her mind and uh and not and be confident it makes a wish to be confident and santa as he does often he grants her wish and uh and then she ends up basically like telling everybody at the office and at work like everything that needs to be said but she's usually too like too much of a pushover to say and paul green is in it he's super charming i actually thought they had pretty good chemistry andrea brooks is in it as her friend i liked them it's directed by christy will wolf i think she does a pretty good job some of the stuff with like him and his family was a little heavy-handed i thought but um overall i enjoyed watching this quite a bit i liked it uh amber um this one's pretty fun but it's kind of just neutral for me like i don't know it the there was two i mean uh, Lacey chabert was so pregnant in this movie i'm surprised she didn't give birth on set (laughs) and like they should have given a supporting award for best handbag to all of the giant (laughs) bags 
she was carrying in front of her. For the, me, honestly, this movie, it was so distracting. Yeah. And, like, I know she's hashtag Lacey Chabert. And I know that they, like, plan these movies in advance or whatever. But, like, this is not a series where you can't recast someone. And I know Hallmark's, like, family-oriented. But I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Paul Green's not going to start dating a super pregnant Lacey Chabert in this movie. <laughs> and you can't pretend, like, he didn't notice that she was super pregnant. <laughs> so it was just too much for me. It, it really, it did bring it down. It wasn't, like, the worst. It was fine. But if, like, it was, it was too much handbag baby bump coverage. <laughs> Emma? I had no idea she was pregnant in this movie. What? <laughs> I'm How kidding. is that possible? Oh, you're kidding. I'm kidding. You're kidding. Yeah, it was so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> was that good acting? Oh my gosh, I should get an award. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I really like this movie a lot. And I'll, like, I really liked their chemistry. I really like Paul Green. Um, I liked how she was standing up for herself. Um, I rewatch this every time. Um, and my mom is, hi mom, is always like, oh, I just love when she stands up for herself. So I just love watching that part because it makes you think of my mom. And um, I just really like it. And I wasn't expecting for them to run into his family. Like that was a surprise for me. And I did enjoy that. So I just really like this movie. And I didn't care that she was pregnant because I was pregnant at the same time as her. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and I should and I'd like to still be in the movie Amber if I was cast if I were casted in it. <laughs> it's just distracting. I hope they wouldn't give me the boot. <laughs> I mean, like, I know like what well, I'm just saying, like I know. This, <laughs> it wasn't distracting for me, I must say. I Rachel, don't you don't even notice. You didn't no, even notice. Really Did you notice? <laughs> no. <laughs> I never oh, notice if people are pregnant. Like I have like pregnancy blinders, evidently. I don't know if it's just growing up my mom was pregnant a lot. I don't know what it is. Rachel, spoiler alert. If they're ever carrying a 75 gallon purse, yeah. they're pregnant hiding a baby. Right, right. If you never see them standing like pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. If they're just behind, just if they're behind so, desks the whole time, <laughs> pregnant. I just get so caught up in the magic of it all. I don't know where your head is at, but I, when I yeah, watch the first, magic of Houdini hiding her belly, yeah, I just caught up in the story about her getting her wish granted. No, but I have this at number eight. Oh. And, uh, and then uh, they, uh, Mark uh, has from Hallmark and Jess has it also at uh has it a seven and just has it at seven also both of them so emma what about you three nice mm. okay great yeah i like it and amber i have it at eight. Oh, perfect whoa. Movie. whoa emma's like whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right now we're getting into last year this is 2017 she had three mm -hmm. movies last year and uh so we're going to talk about moonlight in vermont and this is a pretty classic trope as far as hallmark movies but i think it's executed super well with the girl from the city coming back to the country and uh she meets up it's not her high school boyfriend but it's just the the guy who works at her father's inn bed and breakfast whatever and i uh, and uh carla, carla marks and 
and they her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend ends up showing up there so she gets him to pretend gets carlos to pretend that they are in, in that they are dating and they're engaged fake fiance total thing and uh it's really cute and jason Sermak is in it and uh fiona room i think uh and they are sort of the second coupling it's very cute and i like the fact that they actually gave a reason of why she she was in the city you know because of connection with her mom uh they actually gave a reason for her conflict with her dad i thought that was actually really well done i think this is a very very good hallmark movie in my opinion uh what about you emma i have written down fine mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I honestly just thought it was fine i the next day or maybe a couple of days later i went to write down my notes and i couldn't remember anything in the movie whatsoever mm-hmm. which is not a good sign but um i will say that i did rewatch. i kind of fast forwarded through it um, a second time in the dance scene. I do remember that when he started singing to her when they were dancing, I kind of melted. Mm-hmm. So that does push this movie up just based on that scene alone. And I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. It was just fine. Fair, fair enough. Hey, Amber? Um, <clears throat> there are not words in the English dictionary <laughs> to describe how much I love this movie, but I will just use Spanish in honor of Emma and say it German. was muy bueno. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I what mean, I watching? to be perfectly honest, it's a movie with a liar who lies mm-hmm. about the thing. There's a fake relationship. There's a subplot where the sub characters are like getting their own little love story. Um, she learns that the city is like it's not bad but like she's like oh but there's things outside of the city mm-hmm. and carlo marx is just like so handsome and charming and they like have cute little folksy things and they're like ha, 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 ha. Yeah. and like her ex-boyfriend is like a jerk and so great and she even has like the l woods of like i thought you were proposing but like no bye <laughs> amazing <laughs> so great i love everything about this movie they have shenanigans where they go and make some guy a fence. They literally <laughs> go fence yeah, building. I love all the stuff with that Okay, and not to mention the part where her shoes get stuck in the mud and then he just like carries her off. It's yeah. amazing. It's, it's so good. It's such a good example to it's such a good example to me that you don't have to be original to make a good movie. People think, oh, in fact, some of the most original movies are some of the most terrible movies ever made. But uh, mm-hmm. You just, you have to know what you're making and execute it well. That's the key. And whether it's a new idea or a formula film, because this is all stuff we've seen a million times, but they execute it so well, in my opinion. And uh, so, yeah, I agree with you completely. I have it at number two in my ranking. Uh, so Amber, what about you? Uh, number one. Nice. Okay. Uh, and Emma? <laughs> well. I, I mean, I have it at number six. Like, I didn't hate it. It was yeah. just fine for me. But I'm telling you, that one dancing scene. Whew. <laughs> Emma, I think you need to rewatch it when you're not on pain medicine. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, I watched this a long time ago, and I've only been on ibuprofen, really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you need to watch it now that you are more experienced in the ways of Hallmark. 
That's okay. like, no, it's okay. Fix is perfectly ago. respectable. A month ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> we all like different stuff. That's perfectly fine uh, in different degrees. Anyway, so, okay. So let's talk about all of my heart in love. This was the Herculean effort of the Twittersphere to get this movie made. This movie was, was eagerly anticipated by many. Uh, because we all liked the first All My Heart very much. And basically it has them uh, back together or it has basically has them together and they are having their first year as being this engaged couple. They're trying to plan their wedding, but he ends up getting this offer to, uh, to go and work uh, for his old firm. And uh, she's still doing her business and they, trying to get the in going. And they have a few first kind of clients there's this blogger who is there and the blogger kind of has this little relationship with the handyman guy and uh, I and they end up having conflict because you kind of have the free-spirited her and you have the more you know business him and they have conflict and whatever I think that I liked this better than Amber I didn't think it was terrible I thought that uh, they tried at least to explore some deeper issues that you'd have in any relationship like those problems don't go away just because you're engaged and uh but i think that she definitely way overreacted and her character was too unlikable so i do agree but i don't think it was terrible i think that um i thought that there were cute moments between the different guests and uh you have a cute little side relationship that i enjoyed and I thought that they still have great chemistry between the two of them. So yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. So Emma? I thought this one was kind of stressful. Uh-huh. And let's not let them forget or let them get away with a completely different inn, which was painted blue. And they made a big deal about the first movie about, no, we're not going to have it blue. So they got it green. <sighs> Sorry, I watched <laughs> these like back to back. Yeah. <laughs> but. I was just stressed out. I understand, like, having issues, like, as your relationship progresses, but I didn't see, like, their chemistry as much in this movie, which made the first movie so fun. Mm -hmm. Like, they weren't, like, flirting all the time. It was more like, well, why aren't you here? And then, like, there's just this one character whose sole purpose in the movie is being, where's Brian? Like, I really do not think that the tenants would care that much where he was. Mm-hmm. Like, do they, do people care that much when they go to a bed and breakfast where the owners are constantly? <laughs> I mean, like, I literally went to dinner the other night and halfway through our meal, our waiter literally disappeared and we got a new waitress and we didn't even, we weren't like, hey, what happened to our guy? We were just like, I guess he left, bye. Like, nobody cares about their service people. Like, we just assume they have lives and reasons. Like, yeah. am right. I wrong? And he was trying to make money for them. Like, he wasn't doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it yeah, was she, just she definitely so, way overreacted. There's no doubt about it. And her character goes come on like this. For sure. <sighs> All right, I'm Amber. Really what did you think? I don't know what else I can say that I haven't already said. <laughs> Lacey Chabert's character was unlikable. They mm-hmm. reused the exact same plots from the first movie, 
and their characters didn't grow or progress from the first movie. They just made the exact same mistakes and choices that they made in the last movie, which means they can make a third one that's the exact same, and nothing happened, and this movie was useless and terrible and the worst thing that's ever happened to television. <laughs> so I have this ranked at number nine. Oh, what same. Are you, Emma? Oh, you have nine number as well? Nine. Interesting. Um, I obviously have it at 12. What? Yeah. You guys are stressing me out with your 12 choices Uh oh (laughs) i know i mean i think i'm pretty sure i know what you're gonna put as 12 but you know (laughs) oh we didn't already i thought for some reason i was thinking you had christmas melody at 12 no that was 10 because at least i could be like what oh i know what you have at 12 it's my 11 (laughs) okay here we go all right next we have the sweetest christmas and this Lacey chabert plays this baker who has like uh there's this gingerbread competition with the queen of gingerbread is there the godmother of gingerbread and uh and she ends up using uh the oven Uh, she gets broken up at the beginning she ends up using the oven of her old flame and honestly i've like completely this this movie is like completely forgettable to me i have like i'm having a hard time even remembering anything at all (laughs) as i'm talking about it but um amber what do you think of it um i like this movie pretty well enough um it's kind of middle of the road for me but not like like slightly more than middle of the road Mm -hmm. it's bumped up by how much i love jonathan adams and their whole thing um, her kid was really cute. Barely they had, used. They had a good fun, like, oops, I tripped off a ladder moment. Um, which, as you know, is a really good thing if you can successfully pull it off. And I think they kind of did. Um, you know, and I really love Lane Edwards as, like, her weird boyfriend boss guy. Like, he was fun. So, I really, I, I, you know, I like it well enough. It's not the best, but it's it's fine. Middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Emma? I feel the same way. I was fine with it overall. And I mean, Jonathan Adams just made this movie for me. I will have to say my hashtag, hashtag Jonathan Adams for Santa 2018. Mm-hmm. Still pushing for that. <laughs> no one hears me. <laughs> but um, I think I had preconceived notions that this would be like a Food Network competition where she would go somewhere and like have this huge gingerbread contest and it'd be like the whole movie. Like, They'd be shooting a show. I don't know. So I was disappointed, but that was my fault. But I mean, it was fine. Hmm. Like, I didn't hate it, hate it. I mean, I actually have it at number five. So yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Well, my other problem with this movie is I think that her and Lee Coco, I don't think have very good chemistry. And I think he's kind of whiny. And like, I honestly think like after the initial breakup, like I think that her x actually tries harder and like i'm not to say they have chemistry but he like gets this woman to like help her and like there's this whole gingerbread stuff and i don't know so like that's the worst thing that i that a romantic comedy if the couple doesn't have chemistry that's like the worst thing for me um so i'm i i i I, this to me was just completely forgettable and they didn't have chemistry so it's I didn't really like it. I have it at number 10. Okay. What about you, Amber? I have it at six. 
There you go. Great. This one was from this year, My Secret Valentine. And supposedly, Lacey Chabert plays this woman who goes back to her family vineyard. And uh, there's, it's also like, has sort of a housing thing anyway. And uh, <laughs> there is this company that's there that wants to buy the vineyard. And they have sent Andrew Walker as their representative and uh she hates him from the very beginning but there is this chalkboard in the one of the rentals and they start writing to each other notes or whatever and <laughs> um they were supposedly trying to be you've got mail and it was not it very much frustrated me uh but yeah amber what did you think um so this movie was Lacey Chabert was the worst, except for maybe the Lacey Chabert from All of My Heart in Love, but maybe worse. It's like a toss up between which Lacey Chabert is my least favorite Lacey Chabert of all time. Uh-huh. Um, and she's just the, I mean, the whole movie is basically her being a brat yeah. and not telling everyone, like, but but Andrew Walker is so amazing in this movie that it bumps it up a little bit because his character literally is like perfect and wonderful and Andrew Walker. But I don't know what's worse. Is it worse to waste a great Andrew Walker performance or is it be- or worse to just be flat out mediocre? I mean, I think it's worse to remake your exact movie shot for shot and then not improve on it and just be terrible. Right. I, that's, I mean, my ranking yeah. says that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Emma, let's have it. What do you think? Well, okay. So I was sitting there watching a movie and I see a preview for Countdown to Valentine's Day and I see Lacey Chevere and Andrew Walker, and I about fell out of my chair. I couldn't tweet fast enough at how excited I was for it, okay? I was just about to lose my mind, and then I got pushed off a building. I just, <laughs> like, I was, like, seething. Like, I was just so upset because Lacey Chevere wasn't likable, and I obviously like her. I mean, I chose her to talk, to, like, watch 12 of her movies and rank them, okay? Yeah. And they just made her so unlikable and I tried to recap it and the whole thing was ranting like just ranting about how terrible everyone was except for Andrew Walker obviously but like he wasn't mean like he was like really nice the whole time he was just doing his job he wasn't like really annoying you know like everything was like flirty but she was like, oh, he's the worst guy ever. And yeah, then- like, she, when she writes down, like, on the chalkboard, like, I have this horrible person at work. And you're just like, what? He literally just got your big sale. He was putting on accents. Yes. And, like, what on earth? Like, she, uh, I agree with you. I was really <laughs> mad. And they set her up as a bad person because her dad was like, I really need you to come home. And I need to talk to you for a couple days. And she's like, "Uh, I'm like really busy. I don't think I should. If my dad's like, call me. I'm like, what? What? What do you need to tell me? Right, right. Oh my gosh. And like, she was, didn't even care. I need you to come home for a couple of days to tell you something. I'm like, oh, so you're dying? Yeah, I'm there 20 minutes ago. I'm like, no, you tell me right now. Like, tell me on the phone. I don't even care. (sighs) 
so that set her up as just the worst and i'm so sad that movie could have been great yes and like (laughs) him buying the the winery it's like a blessing like this is not like this is like basically setting up her dad for like retirement it's gonna be great and like she's just so she's just so selfish and it just there uh it was very frustrating i agree with you 100 percent. so all right so where do you have my secret valentine ranked emma we know what is 12 for the record i don't know (laughs) i don't either 12 12 amber oh sorry um i have this at 10 10 okay and it only it's boosted up because andrew walker's character is so great Mm -hmm. i can understand that but i can understand that i have it at 11 so there you go uh so i I will read the list from Hallmark and Jess real quick. And let me just remind her, check out their podcast. It's all ladies you should bear all the time. So Mark, his list is number one, Sweetest Christmas. Number two, A Royal Christmas. Number three, Mean Girls. Number four, Matchmaker Santa. Number five, A Christmas Melody. Number six, The Tree That Saved Christmas. Number seven, uh, Wish for Christmas. Number eight, Family for Christmas. And number nine, Black Christmas. So, and then Jess says, Matchmaker Santa is number one. Number two, Mean Girls. Number three, The Tree That Saved Christmas. She said, she added some commentary and said that that she thought their relationships were so insane that I kind of enjoyed it. So, there you go. Uh, then she has, sorry. Uh, then she has for four, Sweetest Christmas. Five, A Royal Christmas. Six, Christmas Melody. Seven, A Wish for Christmas. She would not watch it again. Eight, Family for Christmas, would not watch it again. And Black Christmas, she says, makes me wish I was dead. <laughs> so, well. there you go. There you go. so, all right, and I'll go over my list. So we have my list. I have Elevator Girl at number one, Moonlight in Vermont at number two, Family for Christmas at number three, All of My Heart at four, Matchmaker Santa at five, Color of Rain at six, A Royal Christmas at seven, A Wish for Christmas at eight, All of My Heart in Love at nine, the Swedish Christmas at 10, My Secret Valentine at 11, and A Christmas Melody at 12. So Emma, why don't you go over your list? Okay, number one is Matchmaker Santa. Two is All of My Heart. Three is A Wish for Christmas. Four is A Family for Christmas. Five is Sweetest Christmas. Six is Moonlight in Vermont. Seven is Royal Christmas. Eight, Color of Rain. Nine, All of My Heart in Love. 10, A Christmas Melody, 11, Elevator Girl, and 12 is my sweetest Valentine, my secret Valentine. I can't even get the name right. (laughs) All right, Amber, let us hear your list. Um, So my list goes with number one, Moonlight in Vermont, then Matchmaker Santa, Family for Christmas, Elevator Girl, All of My Heart, The Sweetest Christmas, A Royal Christmas, A Wish for Christmas, The Color of Rain, my Secret Valentine, A Christmas Melody, and All of My Heart, the terrible sequel, In Love, Yeah Right, is at number 12. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Great. Well, this was really fun. I really enjoyed talking and ranking Lisa Spare movies with you guys. Well, it'd be very interesting to see where uh, the Love on Safari where it ends up in our ranking. Oh, I hope that's so good. I hope so too. If you guys have Hallmark actors or actresses that you would like us to do rankings, please let us know in the comments or on Twitter. We would love to know your suggestions. And uh, so thanks so much, Emma, for coming on and doing this with us. This was a lot of fun. And oh, so much fun. how can people find you? 
on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Hallermark. And then I am thehallermark.com. And that's where you can find my recaps and reviews of Hallmark movies. Mm, and they're awesome. So you definitely want to follow Emma Thank for sure. Thank you so much. And Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter. And that's it. Awesome. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. Check that out. Would really love for you to subscribe. Make sure you're subscribed to us and uh, we can find us wherever you can find uh, podcasts, whether on iTunes or on uh, Stitcher or mm -hmm. wherever. Uh, we'd love to get your reviews on iTunes and your ratings. And also make sure you're following us on social media uh, at uh, Pod on Instagram and Twitter. So uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and, uh, and your thoughts. So thanks so much. And uh, we will, uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye yeah. everybody.